From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 305 for the week of June 19th, 2014. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I'm your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by our Disneyland team, Nancy Johnson, Mary Jo Mulatto Willie, Michael Bowling, and Tony Spatel. And in this week's show, Nancy continues her in-depth look at shopping at the Disneyland Resort with a trip to Frontierland and Critter Country. And we talk about the updates to Camp Snoopy and the Calico Mine Ride at Knott's Berry Farm. All that plus this week's news, roundtable rapid fire, and our Disboard's Threat of the Week on this edition of the Dis Unplugged. Hello everyone. Hello. Hey there. Hello. Hey there. Hi there. Ho there. How was everyone's week? Oh, we had a good week and weekend. If you've seen my Facebook post, <laughs> we'll talk more about that on our not segment. Yep. Mary Jo, Tony, you recovered from the roller coasters? Yes. Pretty much. Yes. 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 Nice. That was that was a fun time. That was, fun. was fun. Andrew loved it, so I, I was glad. I'm glad he had a good time. He just needs to be pushed. He's twelve. He's twelve, almost thirteen. So you just need to tell him. <laughs> But you know what? He's a really nice young man, Tony, so you should be proud of him. I think he's a really nice nice boy. He is a sweetheart. The final total was $7,130 raised by Dizzers for Give Kids a World for Coasting for Kids. So that was wonderful. Congratulations to the East Coast team. They did well, but... They did well. Our our Knotts team alone raised 2420 which was... Was that more than more than Dorney Park? Well, I was going to say was that <laughs> a nice nice Tom, but was that I know it's more than what we made last year, but not double what we made last year, right? Oh, as far as for Knott's Berry Farm, uh huh. I know that it was significantly more than what we raised last year. So I want to just give a shout keep out. talking. Stall for time. Um, I well, we did you we check? Only bro- you know, my dad. I, a funny story. My dad. I'm on Jaguar. Hey. <laughs> how do I, how do I donate? Like, yeah, could you, like literally we're on like the last run, but that's how my dad rolls. So I'm like, just, I don't just donate it to Andrew or whatever. So I don't know if you checked that additional funds that he added. Yeah, it's, it's in there. It's okay. in that total. Um, Nuts Berry Farm last year, we had six riders raising at $822. Okay. And so this time we had 13 riders and we raised 2420 That's awesome. Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. Yay. But I, I just want to give a, a quick shout out to Sean Embry and Caitlin Embry and Eric Tillotson who, who joined us. We didn't talk to them as much, um, but hopefully next year we'll be able to. And mm-hmm. then um, a huge shout out to Dave and Marie Van Cleef who came all the way down from Washington. I thought that was so cool. And he, he, it was great awesome. hanging out with them too. Oh my gosh, they're so much fun. And he raised more money than me. So kudos to him. Mm hmm. At the last minute, too. Yeah, at the last. He, minute. he was he was posting from Magic Mountain the day before, trying to get more money. Yeah, they really had a roller coaster weekend. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So, also, I- need to apologize to Khalil Sturm. Not only did I butcher his name, he's one of the prize winners. Not only did I butcher his name, I called him a girl. So, apologize <laughs> for that. I'm glad somebody and, fixed that. And your prize is on the way. <laughs> Was that a, a, a default guild prize or a legitimate? <laughs> no, a little legit. No, no, no. He was the the highest highest fundraiser on Yay, Team Khalil. East. So, yeah, so. great job. Uh, we're raised, continuing to raise money. We have our Arizona meet coming up in October, October twenty fourth through the twenty sixth. Keep watching for details on that. Uh, I know those will be coming very soon. And we're getting some good good stuff for the auction, which is mm-hmm, nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And don't Anybody forget, have- I'm going to be doing a fast food tour of Arizona. So nice. <laughs> remember, that's the closest <laughs> waffle house to California. It's Waffles. the closest Culver's frozen custard mm. and butter mm. burgers. Do we need to say anything else? Butter so, burger. And, what the heck uh, yes. is that? Um, and a, do we it's butter like a fat burger? burger? No, it's just a greasy good burger and frozen custard. It's perfect. It's from the Midwest. And um, also, I've never heard of butter burger, and I'm from the Midwest. Well, yeah, but you left along you as soon as you got married at uh, California Adventure, or whatever, and met Andrew. I Sutton, gave up my Midwestern over. status. Blah 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 yeah. blah. Yeah. And yeah. Um, what do you call it? <laughs> and 
and I don't get any financial, I have no financial relationship with all these things, but literally I'm nothing to get, I'm excited to meet everyone, but I'm really excited to also get this food. Um, and then, um, and it's good for you, butter burgers and frozen custard and donuts. There's a donuts place that back, you know, before they even did all those shows, right? You know, now all the shows are all about like diners, drive-ins and dives, all, right. way, 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 way back. There's a donut place from Indiana and there's only like five or six of them in the country called Lamar's. And um, oh, oh, I can bring please. a Disney, Disney connection. You know Lamar's? I'm. I do know Lamar's. I'm from the yeah, Midwest. Donuts, remember? Okay. Yeah, the chocolate donuts. They use like legitimate Ghirardelli chocolate. No. So way. somehow, yeah, yes. It's. I mean, they're not cheap, but they're good. Obviously, the whole, Tony's donating to the auction. What you can come with? I'm gonna. I don't know if I'm gonna make it. I might be in a food coma. <laughs> you can donate a box of Lamar's. Signed. But, oh, I mean, really? Yeah. Yes. Signed. With, and how about a box of <laughs> Lamar's the with, a, list. with a bite out of each one? Oh. Oh. <laughs> what, so. are you trying for the bob of, of Dole Whips here? <laughs> no, I just like a good donut. So. <laughs> well, speaking of getting together, I uh, want to remind everybody about Podcast Cruise 5.0. That's coming up this starts November 30th. It's yes. on the... Okay, who's going? Raise your hand. Yay. Yeah, okay. We are. I think we I'm all are. Now. So you oh, you're going? Yay. Yeah, so for all of those that were waiting on this, I know there's a huge group of people like, well, if Tony does, I'm just kidding. But no, Andrew and I are going, so I'm So excited. we're five for five on Podcast Cruise 5.0. That's on the Disney Magic. It is a Western Caribbean cruise. Okay. So I'm putting it uh, out there. Last time we we were all together, Nancy tried to get a Disney meet together with the Disneyland podcast team and we didn't quite make it happen i think we should make it happen this time the last time we were all together i wasn't so when was this <laughs> heck of heck of i know that was uh 2.0 2.0 probably okay so maybe this time we can plan on something <laughs> fun to do that would be great yeah no i think that would be awesome i i agree also want to so, talk also want to talk about the dreams unlimited travel Royal Caribbean cruise, uh, Royal Caribbean group cruise to Alaska that is coming up June of next year, June 12th. Uh, that is on the, was it the Jewel of the Seas? Yes, Jewel yes. of the Seas. Yes, a seven night cruise out of Seattle. Um, I think a bunch of us are going on that too. Booked. Booked. We're booked. booked. Yeah, we're yep. booked. We're booked too. And, um, more, more of our Diz Diva friends are, are booking as, are you, as are, you cause, are you creating peer pressure? I'm not creating peer pressure. It's just the excitement of friends being mm-hmm. able to go and, and do Come this. Come on, and, you wonderful diva girls. Yes. <laughs> and, Join and on in. When everybody splits rooms and stuff, it makes it a little bit more affordable. And mm-hmm. just yes. experiencing this. Whoever, and, I never and I'm thought kinda, I would go on an Alaska cruise. I'm kind of looking forward to because I've never been to Victoria. So we, 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 have, Mr. Report we haven't done Mr. Alaska, who's been well, on no, so many cruises. We usually go out of we usually <laughs> go out of Vancouver, so we don't have to make a Canadian stop. But because this one's going out of Seattle, it has to make a Canadian stop. So that's why it's stopping in Victoria. So why is Victoria, Victoria your exciting destination? Because we've never been there. Well, what are you looking forward to in Victoria? I haven't done the research. Gardens, He's shark the gardens, gardens. Um, high, gardens is amazing. High tea at the Empress Hotel. Oh, yeah? I forgot about that. I want to actually go to the Lilliputian uh, Village Museum, too. Yeah, I've I know been there. I just, want, I just want poutine. That's all I care about. <sighs> you want what? Poutine. The gravy fries. Cheese, cheese curds, gravy, and fries. It's a Canadian thing. Okay, but so, <laughs> so if it's a Canadian thing, it must be good. No, it's That's just food. Obviously, are you learning a, learning a scenic pattern here about all these... Trips. I don't care about anything but the food, <laughs> and it's got to be like really bad, greasy, not gourmet food. So we're gonna find Tony on deck eight in a hall mm-hmm. somewhere with a little bit of gravy, like drooling <laughs> out of his mouth, exactly, and, and kind of glazed over look in his eyes. And then we're gonna have our own Kingdom Keeper series. <laughs> now, Michael, you've been to Alaska, right? Yes, several. Okay, times. several times. Okay, what, uh, of Juno and what's the other one? Skagway. Which are what's which one do you? What's they're, one of your? F- they're both completely different. Yeah, they are places because Skagway's much more um, rural. It's like yeah, we well, say. it's like a western town with with like wooden wooden sidewalks and yeah. And the last time we were there, I mean, we've done that's where it's going to be interesting to see what the shore excursions are because mm-hmm. there's not a lot we haven't done. 
Okay. And I mean, but you know, one of the things we did was we took a ferry over to the Eagle Preserve. Oh, neat. Okay. In Skagway. And that was great. And we saw, we saw eagles, but we saw wolves and moose and all kinds of oh. other things. They had a barbecue, like a salmon baked kind of thing. I was going to say, which of those did they barbecue? Yeah, really. And then, Gosh. and it was great. They had music. It was a lot of fun. Last time we did the, we did the White Pass Railway because we had never, we hadn't I've done, done that. that. The, yeah. yeah, I've done, we did that. And then did you take the bus back? No, it was around. It was no, it was. They just turned the train around and came back. Okay, we took it. It was the train one way, and then they bust us back. Okay, cool. And then we went to the Mendenhall Glacier at in Juneau, which was beautiful. I I think we might do that one again. Our last trip, um, I took a helicopter over to uh, and and actually got to walk on a glacier. Nice, that was cool. Oh my gosh, that sounds those are upgraded excursions. Yeah. But even like the, the um what is it, the Mount Thomas tram? Mm-hmm. That is yeah. a that is a great excursion. And there's well, such, and there, I, I, there's yeah. stuff to do up there too. There's like they had like a bald eagle up there you could see and And then the Native American um storytellers were great. Mm-hmm. And there's also these beautiful gardens that uh were there that and they had these um upside down trees. And uh, I mean, it's a, it's this beautiful garden that a family planted basically in their backyard. And one, and they have these trees that are in there upside down because of a landslide. And so what they've done, it reminds me of the Jungle Cruise. And so what they did was then in the, in the upside down tree roots, they've planted plants. Uh-huh. And, um, and so the, it's these lush looking trees. And then the interesting thing is, is they have these greenhouses there. And in the winter, they allow the townsfolk to bring their plants into the greenhouses so that they can overwinter huh. and not freeze. That's Neat. really awesome when you think mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. And but what town it's, was it's, this out of? This is the, in Juneau. Juneau. Oh my gosh, how exciting. There's so much research we have to do, Mary Jo, since we're oh, both yeah. first timers on this. Yes, definitely. We'll help my, you out. My we'll, girlfriend, maybe we'll, Renee maybe do, is... we'll do a we'll do a planning session for you guys. Does that it last awesome. have magic bands? Mm, no, no, ma- no magic oh. bands. Oh, okay. You don't have to make fast pass plus. Another thing to see in Victoria is the lighting of the Parliament building at night. Oh yeah. Will we be there at night? Yes. We're there until like eight or nine o'clock, I think. Oh nice, okay. In Victoria. Well, they'll be pretty. But I mean, Alaska is just so much more relaxed for, uh, than the Mexican Riviera or the Caribbean or the Bahamas or anything. It's just and everyone speaks the same language. It's a different style of cruising. It's just so a different you don't style. have to haggle with your cab drivers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and exploring anyway. on your own is much safer. Let's yes, put it that way. Yeah, yeah. Except for don't go in any moose and, and bear prone areas by yourself. Right. Anyway, we'll, we'll Isn't keep the talking whole about this more. state kind of moose and bear prone. <laughs> when I was in Juneau, a bear walked down Main Street. Yeah. What? So, um, yeah, Did so you get a happens. picture, Michael? Um, no. <laughs> Shoot, I would have. Yeah, our, our friends saw bears on at, at Mendenhall Glacier, but we we didn't see any. So that we want to go back and and see bar. All right. So again, again, that's the uh, Royal, um, Royal Caribbean Jewel of the Seas, June twelfth of twenty fifteen. I will put a link in the show notes for the uh, um, pricing on that. Also, just a note: when you click on the pricing, there's actually a special going on right now that's not reflected in the pricing. Um, so make sure you you you. Ends put- June thirtieth. Is it June thirtieth? I thought it was July fifteenth, yeah. but it, it's it's ending oh, did soon. It, it might have gotten pushed out again since I booked mine. Double check with 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 Tracy. It's Tracy H. T R A C E Y H at Dreams Unlimited Travel. Yep. But go ahead and, and put in your request first, and then email her and let her know. But anyway, it's the second person travels at half price, so That's awesome. It's a pretty good deal. Yeah. Um. Also, want to talk about or mention at least. The new Diz Unplugged app is now available in the App Store for Apple. So they had it for Android before, and now we've got it for Apple. So you can listen to your podcasts and watch the Orlando show and everything on on your smartphone or That's on your pretty Apple. Pretty slick. Yeah, it is I have really it on cool. my iPhone and my iPad. So you so, so you download it, it on your iPhone. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do that right now during the show. Oh man, okay. Yep, me too. <laughs> This will make for great radio. It's really easy to navigate, too. Um, well, while they're downloading that, any other housekeeping? 
Yeah. Oh, I had one actually. <laughs> Go um, ahead, Nancy. Let me pull up that email real fast. Okay. Well, while she's pulling it up, I have one ready. Go ahead. Okay. So, Go for it, Tony. Um, we we've been talking a lot about Sea World, right? And um, well, not a lot, but I always talk about Sea World. But um, the uh, in the, one of our recent shows, we talked about how their numbers were down. Remember that? Time? Right. right. Yeah, we, we talked about last week at, yeah, when we were at Knox. And um, interesting that now, I'm. They now off are offering twenty dollars off a single day if you buy it online, which is a pretty big discount. And now a weekday ticket for fifty dollars. Wow! So I think if we just hold out a little bit longer, it might start me. paying us. Yeah, yes. but um, <laughs> I think that's obviously that's got to. There's a reason that during the summer you're offering a weekday ticket for. Save up to thirty-four dollars. So I just found that very wow. interesting. Yeah. Yep. Did Did you find your email, Nancy? Yes, Nancy? I did. And so, speaking of summer, what do you? What's the first thing you think of in summer? Oh my goodness! Okay. Um, Olaf bikinis, <laughs> frozen dresses. You know that that's been the big thing right now. People are having a really hard time finding Elsa dresses. Yep. Um. Well, from our Lovely merchandise contact Michelle Harker at um, Disneyland. The dresses are not available via merchandise guest services, but you can find them at the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique in Disneyland Park. Okay. That is currently the only place where you can find the Elsa dress. So the answer is yes, they have them, but you cannot get them online. You can't get them anywhere else in the park but the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. Very cool. So yeah, that's, that's critical for some people's plannings. Not my kids, but for some people, that's really critical for their planning. Mm-hmm. So. There you go. I just thought that came along through our line last week, and I said uh, after the show, we'd record the last show, so I was like, oh, oh, better make sure that gets found out. Mm-hmm. Any other housekeeping? I have some. Go ahead, Michael. Well, we have some favorite Disneyland attractions returning for summer fun, and some may soon be just a fond memory. <laughs> on June 20th, you can cool down on those hot summer Disney days when Disney California Adventure reopens Grizzly River Run. Yay! And Alice in Wonderland is scheduled to reopen on July 4th. Uh, not only is the exterior Cal OSHA and White Rabbit approved, but the rumor is there are new Alice and Queen of Hearts um, audio animatronic figures with Twin. That's one of my favorite dark rides. I can. I'm really looking forward to seeing the new, the new figures. I am too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And do you know where that Alice in Wonderland figure originally came from? No. Where? It was from. It was from um, Disney World when the old um, Mickey Mouse review. Hmm. Anyway, um, another one: Captain EO in Tomorrowland's Magic Eye Theater temporarily closed on June. Are you 18th. using air quotes? I am using air quotes. <laughs> and that was pretty cool that you saw that, too. <laughs> Rather than changing the world, to quote the good captain, Disneyland is simply changing the film from one universe to another. On July 4th, an exclusive 3D preview of Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy will open in the Magic Eye Theater. But, of course, according to the rumors on the interwebs, is that this is Captain EO's swan song. And that he will not be returning. But we'll see. Mm-hmm. It's kind of I'm time, though. We said that about the subs, too, didn't we? We did. <laughs> and since you bring it up, guests <laughs> can continue their search for Nemo aboard the Tomorrowland submarines beginning September 27th. And there is a rumor that the Golden Horseshoe Saloon's Laughing Stock Company will have their last laugh in the saloon on July 8th. A new interactive show will take their place beginning July 9th. Um, all Laughing Stock performers have reportedly been cast in other shows throughout the resort. I have a feeling that they're going to bring back um, that activity that they had during Limited Time Magic. That they were testing? Yeah. Do you- yeah, that's what I've heard. Can you? Did you see it, Mary Jo? Yeah, I participated. Can you give us like a, a Reader's Digest version of what it was? <clears throat> you walk in and it's kind of set up kind of like a mini town. Oh, well, it's, it's a saloon and, and it's set up 
where there's the lawmen and there's the bad guys, the outlaws, and you pick what side you're going to represent. And by doing different acts, you have to, you have to identify certain people and, uh, you draw wanted signs. Like I was, I was a good guy. So I got a handkerchief. That's where I got my brown scarf. Okay. And so I got a, ha- <laughs> I was learning where I got this, this handkerchief. I mean, the scarf that I'm wearing right now. But anyway, so I got a, a handkerchief since I was on the lawman side and I had to identify, I got a, a description and I had to identify who the description was and draw their picture. Um, and it was just people that were, they picked out that were in there and for the wanted poster. And then I got points and then you actually get these, um, some kind of tokens and you go and you redeem them for silver nugget for golden nuggets. And then when you get your golden nuggets, you purchase parts of Disneyland. They have this big board up on the stage and where they want to see who's going to take over Disneyland. Is it going to be the bad guys or the good guys? And while you're doing, while I was doing this, there were the bad guys who were going around and doing different things too in the whole room. So it was very kind of rambunctious in there and loud, but it was really fun. People were in character and kids were having a blast. There were these um, certain kids that they gave them shots. And I think the shots were really like seven up and they gave them ice cream, but they acted like it was liquor, you know, that they were in there and, and (laughs) drinking and stuff. And the kids were, and they did this for free and the kids were having a blast. So, I had fun. Um, one of my friends went in there and she was totally confused. But it, it just takes, you know, you just ask somebody what's going on and they kind of, kind of, uh, corral you into participating. And of course, it's totally voluntary. You don't have to. If you want to just go watch, you can do so. But it's a nice way to get out of, um, the crowds, out of the sun, go have some fun, let your kids kind of, um, be a little, I don't want to say unruly, but kind of unruly because they, they encourage that over there. So I don't think this is going to be a long-term event, but it's kind of, it's a nice change. Maybe for the summer. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping I'm they bring back that, the review. I'm glad that they, they're putting something else in there and it's not just going to be a restaurant like the Diamond Horseshoe at the Magic Kingdom right. in Disney World. Right. Wah, 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 wah. Well, that's why Disneyland is so much better. <laughs> that's right. Well, now, one I, of the reasons... I, I have a question. What do you think of Disneyland closing down attractions either, well, temporarily in order to put in a preview for one of their films? Because we've been seeing that now, you know, Muppets mm-hmm. shut down for Oz, the great and powerful. We saw it, you know, Bugs Life shut down for Maleficent. And now Captain EO is shutting down for Guardians of the Galaxy. So what do you think of that? I have a problem with it. And here's why. I used to not have a problem when we, they cared about pass holders. But now that they're trying to edge out all the pass holders, what's the purpose of doing it anymore? I rest my case. I'm done. <laughs> I don't have a no, problem. No, but if, they're, if, if, we, if, they care, if they care about the pass holders, then that makes sense. But if they're now going to get rid of the people that would be going to those things, then I don't understand what the purpose of it is. Well, I mean, there's, not, I, there's, there's still tons of pass holders that, Come to the park, so giving them giving them something, but giving them something different to do. Yeah, but I'm it, my thing is again. I'm sorry, I've been on the soapbox about it. it's. You can't have your cake and eat it too, and right. that's what they want. No, this is a vacation theme park. Oh, but that ride's going to be down because we want to make sure we like. No, it's either it's one or the other. Can't be both. Bothers me. I'm done. Yeah, I don't mind <laughs> with them done. doing Captain EO because I think that had run its course, but I don't like that they did that with it's tough to be a bug and Muppets 3d. Cause those are attractions that people enjoy uh-huh. um, watching. So I really I could see doing it as a temporary while they're like maybe sending figures out to be restored. I don't mind that sort of a thing. Cause you know, if you're going to close it, you may as well get the dollar value of running, th- running people through that space. Because, you know, we talk about, from a business perspective, um, volume into buildings and and buildings to just sit there aren't earning money. Right. Um, and so if, if you've got something, say, with animatronics, I mean, honestly, they need to take out animatronics such as Flickr and Hopper out of there to give them a good once over and keep right. their animatronics running in tip-top shape. So I can see using the theater while they do that. 
Because, let's face it, it's just a dead zone if you've got it sitting there empty with no purpose. So I can see that, but, I mean, we all know that Disney is the realm of synergy. I would be more expectant to see something like that, like a, a little small preview room up in, say, Interventions rather than the theater, but, you know... Guardians of the Galaxy, I don't know, it's never been one of the hugest comic books in the I mean, it's got its it's got its fans, but it's not an X-Men. It's not a, a Spidey or Cap. I, I agree just, with you. I just figured it's, out that it's it's going to be showing um it premieres while we're on the ship this summer. Oh, so we'll get oh, to so, fun. so wait uh, this summer. This summer, yeah, when Them. my family's on the cruise oh. on the Fantasy. We'll be on the Fantasy in 45 days or whatever. Um it'll be it'll be premiering that that Friday's while we're on the ship, so we'll get to see it at midnight or whatever it is when it comes yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> well, that'll Pre- be fun. I seat. mean, the raccoon's really the, the biggest oh, spoiler. in the galaxy. Okay. He's, the, he's the most awesome of all of them. <laughs> he's the machinist. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm a comic book geek. <laughs> I, I, my true confessions have come out. I was raised as a comic book geek. All right. Was, was there anyway. more Michael or... No, that's okay. It. Cool. All right. Thank cool. You. Okay. Any other housekeeping? Thank you for letting me detract. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you for letting me continue. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to get a hold of us, you can email us at dlpodcast at wdwinfo.com. If you want links to anything we talk about during the show, you can find those at disunplug.com. That's where also you'll be able to download the show and download previous episodes of the podcast. Um, Catch our show notes. And what? Oh, and catch your show. Yeah. Into the housekeeping? I just a question. What was Go that? Ahead. What was the iTunes website again? To da- the app to download? Um, Disunplugged. ITunes. Yeah, just search Disunplugged. Oh, so it's not the iTunes store; it's the app store. Yeah, iTunes yeah. app. Yes, the app store. On uh, yeah. Well, Leave she- us a review on iTunes since we're talking about mm-hmm. iTunes right now. Thank you, Mary Jo, for the lovely segue. <laughs> nice. <laughs> The more iTunes reviews, the easier it is to find us. Yep. The way and we appreciate those, everybody those podcasts that haven't published for four years aren't at the top of the list. Not that I'm bitter. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no more housekeeping. Let's what? Over. Did somebody beat us out for a search? Oh, yeah. There's all kinds of weird podcasts if you search Disneyland. Anyway, um, over to Tony with the news. Wyndham Hotels is now is. Wyndham is Hotels. Help me out, Our Michael. Wyndham is yeah. Wyndham okay. Hotels is. Yeah, that's hmm. yeah, that sounds right. Yep. I asked Michael. He's a teacher. I don't. <laughs> yeah, Tom. Whatever. I'm not asking. No, you are correct. You're, <laughs> Thank you. Okay. The corporation of Wyndham the, Hotels. But okay. Now, of course, I was Nancy's waiting. Gonna Nancy gonna was going to anyway. jump but in. But if yeah, you're if you're going to talk the chain, then it's Wyndham Hotels are. No. It's Stop. Right. No, no. 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 We're going to have this no. discussion now. It's a chain. No, if I was yes. saying Wyndham Hotels, right. uh, no, if it's the chain, then it's one chain. Wyndham Hotels is. If it, right. if if you're saying Wyndham and Marriott Hotels are, correct. No, but if you're talking about the the individual hotels as a plural group, as, as that's being not what this you hotel, that that's hotel. Not what we're saying. So Please, no, yes, he's talking about the corporate partner, the corporate. Parent. I was right, and Nancy was yes. explaining how I could have been wrong. But it doesn't, okay. No, I was explaining hotels, that you could have done something okay. differently. Okay. Where's my Wyndham, Go ahead. Really? Wyndham Hotels Incorporated <laughs> is now in the Disneyland market. Persephone, New Jersey-based Wyndham Hotel Group, that's what I should have called them, opened the renovated Wyndham Anaheim Garden Grove Hotel on Harbor Boulevard in Garden Grove. It is the brand's first location near Disneyland Resort. The hotel was formerly the Crown Plaza Anaheim. The hotel group added Southern California hotels last year in San Diego and Santa Monica to target high traffic and tourist areas. Irvine-based OHI Resort Hotels, LLC, owns the hotel. The manager is Irvine-based Pacific Hospitality Group, which operates five properties in Orange County, including Balboa Bay Resort, Balboa Bay Club, two Doubletree by Hilton Hotels, and the under-construction Pasea Hotel in Huntington Beach. The hotel room, the hotel room, the hotel has 376 rooms, and 36,000 square feet of function space. And I guess, Tom, you've got a new place to go check out. Go as long as they're a good neighbor hotel. Yeah, um, yeah that is, that's, so that's the, Wyndham is a, is a step up above Crown Plaza, no? Um, it's, um, Wyndham is a, is a step above the standard Sheridan brand. Okay. 
Okay. Are you so sure that's Windham- not Wyndham R? <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Sorry, Nancy, that was funny. <laughs> I know it was, yep, I'll, 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 add that one, I'll, I'll add that one to my list of to f- hotels to check out, yeah. You know, I always... I don't know. I'm just not as huge of a Wyndham fan in general. The, to me, they feel a little more pretentious than they should be. I like pretension. They would fit right in. <laughs> oh, please. With you and Andrew Sutton hanging out there. Nancy's anything but pretentious. I have to stick up for my girl over here. No, uh, only when she's talking about her wedding and her her <laughs> best oh, bud. Speaking of weddings, jealous. we need to we need to send our congratulations to Craig and Kylie. <gasps> yeah, yes, they got engaged. My girl, woo! They're engaged. We love and Kylie. And it's about dang time. We're talking Mr. about Craig, Craig Williams from the Orlando show and his girlfriend Kylie, now fiance Kylie. So I think we need to encourage them to come out here and get married at the Disneyland Hotel. I think Nancy could tell them all about it. Yes. And Andrew Sutton can cater. Yes. Andrew Sutton's really, really busy right now. And then we can always... When are they getting married? His time will free up. (laughs) Hey, man. I do heartily recommend the Napa as a rehearsal dinner location, though. And it's cheap to to do that with a bunch of people. Yes. (laughs) You know they actually have some. No, if you're doing small a small rehearsal dinner, if you're doing a small one, we did 25 people. It wasn't horrible. No way. Wasn't horrible. Wasn't horrible. Way to sell it. The Napa Rose. It's it's a great rehearsal dinner if you just go in and get a drink. The Napa Rose were not horrible. (laughs) (laughs) No, I love. It's a great restaurant, but you have to say no. It's expensive as heck. When people are going to Olive Garden. Or, I mean, not all. Okay, well, maybe, but still. My rehearsal not. dinner will be at Earl of Sandwich. Yeah, I'm just saying, it's not, it's Napa Rose. It should it be expensive. It is Napa Rose, and if you want something memorable for the rest of your life, where they're going to Then don't do it with all, all the people at the rehearsal you. dinner. Do it with your honeymoon. I'd rather spend those funds somewhere else. Is that is that the only response Yes. Today, that is my response. <laughs> Today, that is re- my response. You don't want my response from traffic this morning. We would not get a good rating. By the way, guys, rating would go out of the mm. I'm really digging the Diz Unplug app. <laughs> She's playing with Thanks for paying attention. Well, I downloaded, but I did not play with it out of respect for my fellow co listeners. <laughs> Are we still doing the news? Yeah, I know. Yeah. I need. Mean, okay, so I'm going to break it even further. So, okay, I did professional development. No, and I'm going to blame. No, but this is for Nancy, actually, and, and not Nancy. Oh. It's for Mary Jo. She's in trouble. So I did professional development, and so we're doing these presentations for, for teachers, and we have to have norms. And one of the norms was be present and contribute. <laughs> Mary Jo, you're not really being – We I didn't know we were going to need norms for our uh, our podcast. So but I'm Mary contributing. Jo, be, but you're also not really present because you're looking at the app. It's a really cool app, though. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's okay. Ooh, schooled by teacher. <laughs> In other news. Okay, so don't worry. I'm not going to be – as soon as I'm done reading, I'm I'm not going to be present either. I'm going to be throwing paper airplanes and everything. Okay. Oh, sorry. I just dropped my iPad. Anaheim Mayor wants Angel Stadium study released. We've talked before about the whole Angel Stadium issue that's kind of there. We're not really sure how legit it is, but it's there. And so now there's more news regarding it. Mayor Tom Tate is calling for the public release of a report that details $150 million in needed upgrades at Angel Stadium that are a cornerstone of lease negotiations between the city and the baseball team. City Attorney Michael Houston has denied media requests to examine the report, saying that it Saying that I can do this. Saying that is because it is in draft. Oh, saying that no. Okay, I can do this, guys. Saying it's a, that no, it's a poorly written sentence. But I think I guess I wrote it. Who wrote it? Somebody that wasn't me. Um, saying that is because it is in draft form and may be considered privileged information concerning Anaheim's ongoing bargaining with the Angels. Officials did not say when the report would be completed. It is not abnormal for a report such as this to be still in draft form given the size and sophistication of a facility like Angel Stadium of Anaheim, Houston said in a statement. Due to the detail of the contemplated transaction, such a report can take time to develop and finalize as negotiations proceed. 
The Angels in the City agreed last summer to split the cost of the $135,000 report, which is being handled by an outside firm and examines the architectural, structural, mechanical, and electrical needs of the ballpark. I like that sentence. All the L's at the end. As opposed to the other sentence. Yeah, the other sentence I didn't like. In September, the city council reopened lease negotiations with the Angels and began discussing a package of negotiating points, including one that would allow team owner Artie Moreno's development firm to lease the parking lots for $1 annually over 66 years. City and team officials have said that revenue generated by the development would go toward making the Angel Stadium improvements. Tate, who voted last year against reopening the lease, said he believes the existing contract due to expire in 2029 requires the Angels solely pay solely to pay for any stadium maintenance upgrades. If this report is a basis for negotiations, even in draft form, then I think the people have a right to see it, Tate said. Councilwoman Chris Murray declined to comment. Councilwoman Gail Eastman said that she was not concerned at this time about the study's release because her attention is focused on the upcoming city budget for the fiscal year that begins July 1. (laughs) In the meantime, the Anaheim... Go ahead. Oh, cop out. out. Um, In the meantime, the Anaheim Chamber of Commerce has continued an aggressive campaign dubbed Keep the Angels with a website and a series of full-page advertisements in the Register's weekly Anaheim Bulletin. The Chamber also gathered signatures from 40 Orange County business leaders for an open letter urging Marino to stay in Anaheim. Team officials have said that they are keeping all of their options open, including possibly moving the Angels to Tustin, Irvine, or some other Southern California city. Tate's kind of on his own on this, right? Um... I get, I'm, the, confu- I, I'm still confused as to what that actual okay. uh, I, who's with it's whom. Like the council's saying one thing and he's saying another thing, and yeah, I don't. If it's I don't just, know. I just think they're copping out by all giving all these excuses why they can't show the report. No. Just make the backroom deal and let's go. Come on, right. it's Anaheim. It's just like, that's how things work. Do what do what you got to do. Yeah, like Disney isn't getting all their backroom <laughs> deals. Give the angels theirs, and you'll be happy. Mm-hmm. I do find it interesting, though, that he wants to develop on that land because the area around it has been – if you look at the city's master plan, by now the whole Platinum Triangle should have been done. And if he gets to develop in the parking lot, then all the other development outside the parking lot that's right across the street, why would you why would you want to develop that if those same type of businesses are now in the parking lot? Right. You understand what I'm saying? So I could see how that could like hurt the whole triangle. But that um, what what do you call it? The uh, transit center is moving along like it's nothing. So do you nice. drive past there where you can see it? Yeah, it's right off the freeway on the fifty seven. You can see it. I should take a picture and tweet it. But that would be really dangerous and probably illegal because I'd be taking a picture while I'm driving. <laughs> you can <laughs> have Andrew phone. take it while you're driving by in the car. There you go. That's true. That's true. I am the queen of solutions. Wow. I think that needs to be put on her, the tag fairy needs Uh, uh to put that on. Needs to be on a pillow. Yeah, the queen of solutions. (laughs) Hey man, don't knock it till you tried it. Wait, what's the it? I'm not sure that's an invitation. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying, don't don't knock the solutions until you've tried Mm -hmm. it. Oh, okay. So wouldn't that be them? Because it's a plural, now that we're going here for the show. <laughs> Don't knock them until you've tried them. Hey, this is pretty impressive. It's almost midnight where I am. Mm-hmm. so And we appreciate coast. you being here. No, you know, I, I wasn't going for that. No, we don't. She doesn't, I know. <laughs> she doesn't laugh. That's okay. Oh, wait, let me see if I can do this. Is that good? Nice. Did I do it right? No, I didn't. You sound more like way, a horse. Way to blow up I know. Head. I can't do the tongue thing. Okay, and let's stop that right there. That's the news. <laughs> Thank you. Save yourself, kid. Okay. Thank you, Tony. Time for rapid fire. Let's start with Michael. Well, it seems as if controversy has surrounded Club 33 for the last few years. Um, to sort of recap some of the controversies, the club has significantly changed and reduced Gold Club membership benefits while raising, raising the dues, upsetting many members. Some members were unhappy with the complete closing of the club during its remodeling. Rather than closing it in stages, some members could still have meals in the club during construction. Non-members are upset with the permanent loss of the Court of Angels due to the Club 33 expansion. Some Club 33 members are unimpressed with the new cartoonish-style logo, replacing the original Club 33 logo that has a more elegant look, befitting the image and atmosphere of the club. 
And when the club reopens in July, there may be another controversy over the new guest policy. The new policy limits members to 20 reservations per year without the member being present. Um, non-member reservations may be made only 14 days in advance, space permitting. Non-member reservations during the holiday season may be made only three days in advance. Wow. That's going to get ugly. You know, I disagree. Okay, I know that we... You pay that much for a membership? Okay, I know a lot it's of... It's not saying members can't make the reservations. It's yeah. said they can't make reservations for other people. No. Yes. And my I mean, thing, okay, but here's my thing. How does it affect their corporates, though? Well, okay, uh, whatever. Um, my thing is, a lot of us have taken advantage and been able to go because of other people. Thank but you, other that's, people. Yeah, but, <laughs> I mean, but then again... That's not the intent of Club Thirty Three. It's nice. That's it's always it's always magical thinking. when it's shared. But you know what? It is supposed to be an exclusive club. So as much as I'm like, oh well, there goes my shot to to beg and steal to get somebody to let me in. It was never intended for that. I think so I, members can, but members can use their membership however they and would it's like. how many times twenty a year? Twenty a year. Twenty. A That's year. still a ton. But but hold on, that's twenty a year unaccompanied by the member. Correct. Yes, yeah, right. and, and, that's almost yes twice a there. month. That's probably yeah. what's more challenging is that it's only now fourteen days in yes. advance. Yes, that's yeah. going to be, I think, the big limiting factor. And holidays three days in advance. And I yeah. think they probably had to do that because, according to you know, on the Disneyland board, on the Dis boards, we had um, some members recounting how non-members who were there at the club 33 dining were were stealing things were not taking i hate to say like paying proper respect they just weren't um treating club 33 well and they were um breaking they were just misbehaving let's say and so they probably i think that probably has one of influenced that decision as mm-hmm. well as the exclusivity that you guys mentioned for the members. And so, I can see that point. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's a good decision. Know, I think that all of us, you know, unfortunately, you know, we, none of us would ever do anything like that. So it's hard for us to vision, envision the guests that would do something like that to their member. True. I mean, it's like, it's like, oh, say, you know, a grandmother lending their, their kid, their grandson the DVC and then the grandson throwing a spring break party, you know, that, and then getting it. I hear an 80s movie. In the <laughs> <laughs> hmm? I think that'd be a great 80s movie. Oh, no, it happened when we were there once. We were on the first level of the unit and uh, on the third level. Some kid was having a party, and they flooded the bathtub, and it was dripping through all of the units below, and they were there on the grandmother's points. Oh wow! Can you tell? Can you say you know what's going to happen to that member? It's not going to be pretty. They're going to take legal action against that member, and that's a a six unit building. Yeah, wow, you really brought us down, man. I know. Well, I'm just saying it's the same kind of disrespect. Disrespect is disrespect. No matter what you do with it, people aren't taught respect. So speaks the queen of solutions. Yes. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So speaketh the queen. (laughs) Nancy at (laughs) WDWinfo.com. In case you want to complain. Well, no, now they're going to email you looking for solutions. You're going to become (laughs) Dr. Edgar Abbey, just so you know. It's a whole new career. Hey. That's my wrap. Thank you, Michael. (laughs) Mary Jo. This summer, the Disneyland Resort Hotels will have pool parties every day. I know. Each party will have a live DJ playing music, line dancing with instructions, and games led by cast members like Beanbag Toss, Hula Hoop Toss, um, Sand Castle Building, which is really building with cups so you don't make a mess and the ping pong toss each hotel's party will begin at a different time so at the grand california hotel their parties will begin at 2 p.m near the fountain pool disneyland hotel will be 3 30 p.m near the monorail pool and paradise pier hotel is 5 p.m near the california stream and slide 
So I'm wondering if these parties are like an hour long and then those poor cast members are running from hotel to hotel. <laughs> oh, that sounds fun. <laughs> but um, I think this is a great way to spend those, you know, our, it's going to get hot in, in the afternoons and people are going to want to go take a break and they'll, kids will be able to expend their energy while the parents doze off on the, uh, those lounges. On the loungers. Yep. Or in the cabana. So um, the, there's a, a link in our show notes to the, to the news article, but I think it's going to be fun and it's going to be all summer long every day. Very cool. Thank you, Mary Jo. I will go next. Want to give you a heads up for the uh, Children's Hospital of Orange County, Chalk, the 2014 Taste of Downtown Disney District, which is coming Yum. up August 14th of 2014 from 5.30 p.m. to 10 p.m. Uh, enjoy a reception, tray past appetizers, and select wine, spirits, and beer pairings at Catal and Uva Bar, ESPN Zone, House of Blues, Naples... Ristorante, Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen, Wonder Garden Gallery, interesting, Tortilla Joe's, and then the evening ends with savory treats from La, ba- La-, La Brea Bakery and smoothies from Jamba Juice. There's also a Tortilla Joe's Tequila Lounge available. Um, all kinds of things going on. For more information, I will have the link and in our show notes. You'll be able to uh, get tickets and find out the pricing of tickets. It looks like the the bottom the bottom end is seventy five bucks a person, and just goes up from there. Different packages, but looks like a good time raising money for a good cause. So that's part mm-hmm. of the chalk walk in the park that comes that's coming up later and for in the this, fall. Did you now completely? Pardon me for not being engaged completely, but mm-hmm. did you say what chalk was for all? Yeah, of Children's our... Hospital of Orange County. Thank you. Yep. Okay, just want to make sure. Uh-huh. Good cause. Mm-hmm. All right, awesome. uh, Nancy. Me? Mm. Well, guess what? Mm. <laughs> so, um, there's been a lot there's no of telling. Const- yes. there's been a lot of construction in New Orleans Square, right? Lots and lots of. Um, I hear they're doing something scrims. to Club Thirty Three or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> besides all those scrims, they've also been working on um, a couple of the shops, and um, one of them is now going to be known as La Masquerade d'Orleans. Uh, isn't or- it already the name that? I thought it's Orleans. Well, yeah. It is, but anyway, they're reopening it. it this is 28 Orle- Orleans Street, or Orleans Street, whoever you want to pronounce it, however you want to pronounce it. I'm, I don't judge. I'm like some right. I work with. <laughs> anyway, they are um, bringing a New Orleans flair to, a, a Nolens flair to their uh, their shopping, and they're going to make this a really quaint little boutique Is this shop. where the pen shop was? No, yes. this is... Yeah, yeah. Yes. The yes. Pin I thought it was. Yeah, it is. it's got to be, because it's the other side of the street. It's an even number. <laughs> okay. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, when it reopens... It's going to have some really, really cool merchandise in it. And uh, you can uh, check out the Disney blog. But it's going to be basically everything you want that's French, from Nolens, from just everywhere. There's going to be a whole selection of blues and jazz music. Um, from a wide different, I mean, they're actually expanding out and this is not going to be your regular Disney merchandise. This is going to be all like, like it used to be. Right. It, there's going to be, um, you know, I know a lot of people are fond of like the Futamayo, um, the Futamayo world music collections. They have a bunch of really great jazz music. Um, they're going to have some of those as well as other, um, artists, there's going to be, um, French soaps, and these are the kinds that are specifically branded to look like turn of the century stuff. Um, perfumes, there's going to be, um, brands like Durant's, Histoire, LeBlanc, um, there's going to be lots of, um, items with fleur de lis imprinted on them um great little teacups and curios kitchenware glassware candles dishes um signs with uh french phrases um 
It's also going to be a headquarter for scarves, headbands, and jewelry from Tarina Tarantino. And a lot of her stuff right now is, is found at like Vault, um, Vault 28. So it's in the high, like Disney couture, like specialty jewelry. Um, Tarina Tarantino has been doing stuff for them for quite a while. And so this is a chance to showcase some of her other pieces. One of my f personal favorite, just because I happen to have a little, a little thing for them, is they've got these wonderful little porcelain macarons. And if you don't know what a macaron is, it's those little real colorful little French cookies, you know, with the cream filling. Um, they're like an almond based dough with, anyway, they have them in little trinket boxes. That was one of the biggest pictures that they had on the, uh, on the Disney blog. But this sounds like a really cool shop. And the reason I like it is it's really a return to what like all the main street shops used right. to be, mm -hmm. you know, specialty merchandise. You can't get any, well, you can maybe could get them at other places, but you know, still it's that specialty merchandise, something that's, not just for those who don't like Disney trinkets for their souvenirs. I think it's, you know, more, it's, it's really high quality, cool. right, Nancy? Yeah, they're extremely high quality. I mean, yeah. Tarantino's jewelry is not cheap. Um, but this is just, I, there's a little something for everyone here. And I like that. I like that, you know, I don't have to buy something with Mickey on it. Or a mouse icon on it. Right. To be a cool souvenir from Disneyland. And then being that they have that, um, French New Orleans, um, theme to the, to the merchandise, that in itself lets you know, you know, that's pretty unique to Disneyland. So that's really, really yep. nice. Yep. Awesome. Looking forward I, to it. Yeah. And that'll tie into with our, uh, shopping, uh, 101s. Mm -hmm. I, they just announced this. So that's like, a housekeeping for our shopping there little ones, too. <laughs> right, I know. There we, we had just reviewed that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Thank you, Nancy. Tony? Uh -huh. Okay. San Diego Zoo, June 28th to September 1st. Co I don't know if I can say this. Koala, Koala Fornia Dreamin'. I'll play on words. California <laughs> dreaming. Yes. Yeah. I thought you were going to say something else, and there were going to be little baby koalas in a few months. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, it is not, It is. I didn't finish, so you might be right. Koala, <laughs> koala, Fornia dreaming nighttime zoo. So maybe at <laughs> oh, night. Oh, you're right. It might. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. So now this is taking a whole on a whole new meaning. Thank you. Um, fill your evenings with wonders from down under. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's inappropriate. Thank you, Michael. Um, San Diego Zoo summer hours are from, I tried so are from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. And they're off. They have different shows. Of course, now it's all funny. Shows, activities, contests, and tickets. Um, shows, there's going to be uh, Dr. Zoo Little Explorers Australia. at the. I can't even say. Okay, I like the idea that it's called a koala fornia, but you really have to think about it when you say it. Or maybe just I'm slow. Um, California Boardwalk, 11 a.m., noon, 1 and 2. Uh, Camp Critter Sea Lion Encounter, uh, noon and 3.30. I mean, that's not nighttime zoo. Um, Aussie Tales by the Sea, 3.30, A seaside comes to life as talented performers take the stage. That is a pretty generic description of any kind of show, but that's okay. Boardwalk Brass, 4, 5, 6, and 7. Enjoy surf rock music with an Australian twist. Double Dragon Chinese Acrobats, 334, 35, 30, and 730. Um, Kangaroo Crossing, Behind Sydney's Grill. Go on a jumping journey with the Roo Crew. That sounds cool. Um, front Outback Band. Oh, so they're having a lot more bands. Outback Band, Front Stage, Front Street Stage, 435, 36, 30, 730. Be a super duper hula hooper to the tunes of the Outback Band. So they're really theming this up. Australiana 2, Return to the Outback. 6.30 p.m., acrobatic characters bringing life, bring life to this Aussie legend. See, we should have been talking to Chris about this. He could tell us whether this is legit Australian stuff or not, right? Did I oh, use I'm his... sure it's okay. authentic. Okay. Um, the walkabout. <laughs> yeah. um, okay. Those are the shows. Activities. They have a zoo characters meet and greet, I'm assuming. They're not the actual. Well, I don't know. Maybe you will meet a giraffe. I don't know. Zoo characters get a photo with one of our popular zoo and characters. 
Manned wolves learn. You can, oh, maned, manned. I can't read. It's late <laughs> for me. Maned wolves uh, are available. Are available to meet. Um, let's see more. A bunch of other animals and stuff like that. Um, they also are having a contest. Nighttime zoo Instagram challenge. So if you document your nighttime zoo experience and tag your photos with hashtag nighttime zoo for a chance to win behind the scenes safari for four the safari parks new tiger trail and you take a photo and then using instagram you have to tag it and then upload it and you might win so stuff going on at the zoo and as a kid i remember the zoo was never open at night so it'd be kind of interesting to see how it is at night with the animals yeah so if you can see them i don't know so there you go they they probably probably have the flashlights very cool thank you tony uh That is rapid fire. Time for our thread of the week, Mary Jo. This thread comes from Icky Mickey, who's been with the Diz. (laughs) (laughs) Who's been with the Diz since September 2006 and lives in Wisconsin. You know, there's a story to that name. I know, right? I should ask her. Too bad we don't have time for it. Send it in. Send it in. (laughs) So she writes, what do you take into the parks with you and how do you carry it? First, I'm trying to wrap my head around everyone in your party having to bring in a room key for early entry, a paper ticket, and for adults an ID. How do you carry that around and not worry about losing it? We have older kids, 12 and 17 now, but I still imagine that I will be bringing a backpack into the parks with us. What do you bring in and what do you carry in it? Do you leave your backpack off to the sides on rides you shouldn't bring it in or do things get stolen there? I imagine not often, but worth a question. Can we leave our IDs and tickets in the backpack? We're leaving soon, and I really need to start thinking about packing. Also, we are getting the PhotoPass Plus. Is that plastic card you pull out, or is there some other way to have it handy? (laughs) So am I missing anything important? Do you just wing it and put the important stuff in your pockets? I'd be worried that stuff would be falling out. Thanks. So I thought I'd go around uh, California and ask you guys, because we all approach the parks differently some of us have small kids. Some of us have me- middle-sized kids. Some are married. Some are not married. And I think we kind of well, um, first of all, let, different ways. let kind of clarify. I don't think there are any rides at this point that you can't cannot that you can't take your backpack on. Yeah, I would. I always take my backpack yeah. and just put it on the floor yeah. and put my put yeah. my foot through the strap. Yeah, me too. Yeah, so, so that's one, that's not the a concern. Only one not to you can get a locker for it, and that's Grizzly River Rapids. Right. Well, you could still take it on with you there, but you just don't want to. But I think part, I think maybe the point is like, what do you keep them in for safety? Like Mary Jo, I know you keep a that you have um, a little thing, a little pouch your thing, neck, yeah. a little pouch things. For me, I have a little separate zipper case that has my ID, and then I can put all that in um, that fits in like whatever small bag, but a crossbody bag. Now that crossbody bags are popular, crossbody bags are the way to go because they're not big. You don't have to worry about it. They make all different kinds, you know, so if you want one that you can fit a water bottle in, great. If you don't, that's great too. So you would say crossbody. What about you guys? Michael, what do you you take when you go into the parks? It depends who I'm bringing with me, but generally I have, you know, I – I have a small wallet and I always keep it like in a pocket in the front of my pants. Mm-hmm. And because I once um, had was relieved of my wallet at Disneyland. And, oh. Um, and so, so, that, so I'm very careful about that. Um, you know, I used to, if I used to carry a backpack, but I've got weary of that. So I tend to have a messenger bag. I'll generally have a couple bottles of water in there, some snacks, um, Tylenol and Yay. you know sunscreen <laughs> <laughs> and um if I if I'm not going back to the room in midday I'll have something for the cooler evenings to throw on That's and a really good idea because in California pretty much every evening it's going to get cool Yeah and and you know my phone and I bring in a charger also Okay what about you Tony what do you take Let's say you're going with Andrew I would take as little as possible because I hate having all this stuff with me. But um, so I wouldn't take a lot of I wouldn't take a water bottle because I'll just drink, I'll just pay. I do exactly what Disney wants me to do: buy the stuff there. Um, 
the jacket, I know. I'll write it, to wear it around my waist and get made fun of. I know. I don't care. But um, I don't want to carry the backpack. <laughs> but what I do when I do carry a backpack, so more when I go to Disney World, because that's even though it's because I won't spend usually like the full day at Disneyland. The best backpack I have, because I hate big backpacks, because it's sweaty and it's heavy and you bump into people. And I don't want to. I want to carry stuff light, but I still want to carry stuff. Is um, it's a little pricey, but is I got a backpack that was actually built built for one of those like water things, you know, like camel you. Oh, yeah, camel yes. Yeah. But I got rid of the bladder like immediately and just used it as a small backpack. So it was. It's big enough to carry just like the sunscreen, the sunglasses. I like a backpack, so I don't have to worry about it. It's small. But I took out the whatever the the bla- the the water piece the is. The bladder. Thank you, the bladder. The bladder. And I have just and I have enough room for. I can throw a, a couple of ponchos in there if I want to, or if we have like a light windbreaker, all of a sudden it's nineteen seventy nine. But um, like a like a light jacket or whatever, two would be kind of hard. But then it's just enough to. It's almost like a fanny pack, but it's on my back. So I like that. It's my favorite backpack. Especially when I'm going to fanny packs are so uncool. Yeah, you know that's what? Why fanny I'm packs may be uncool, but I am bound to get one for myself. I'm tired of wearing. I do take a backpack, but I don't. Yeah. But I usually take my backpack when I have my big camera, and I don't want to be carrying a purse slung over my shoulder. And right. backpacks are easier. But a fanny pack is just. I don't care if it's uncool. It's just you're free to move around. You're free to get jump on things, and you could just. Put all your, you know, a small camera and all your little well, that's things the glory in there. Of, but that's the glory of the crossbody. But I don't want also, something. I don't want something weighing my shoulder down. I want to be free. But the problem with the with the problem with the fanny pack. <laughs> Imagine you Mary Jo dancing around like on the like okay, uh, the argue, hills are alive with the sound of music. Down, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, the thing with the fanny packs is they were finding that it created a lot of lower back stress. Because if you slide them onto your back, which will actually take some of that alleviation off, it's it's the same kind of stress that pregnant women get on their lower back because you're bulking everything up on the front. So you can run into some disc issues for that in the lumbar region. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That's why fanny pads, that's part of the reason why fanny packs, and you also have to be careful when you go some places too, because like in Europe, they actually ban fanny packs from like visiting various religious facilities. Because why why would they not go to a religious facility? They just have, I don't know. It's like some of the church, there are churches and stuff. I know churches are the most predominant but you know how you should dress respectfully and you know in visiting certain historical sites and fanny packs are cited i i know it's in a few several places in france and i want to say i've heard of that in italy as well weird so what so new orleans square so well luckily there's not a lot of synagogues mosques and churches in disneyland so we won't have to worry about but disney is a religion for some people yeah that's (laughs) true Anyway, I'm just saying, you know, just look into look into the backgrounding if you're buying travel, any kind of travel equipment. You should always look at where you're going and what you're doing before you buy it. That's a good, which is just blatantly good advice. Well, thank you. and Tom, I didn't go to you. What do you take? Sorry, I know it's the queen of solutions. Speaks yeah. again. <laughs> before I got my handy dandy new camera bag, I would always carry a backpack. Um, mostly what's in there is besides the camera is camera battery, phone battery, phone charger, uh, sunglass case, sometimes a jacket, but not usually. If I know it's going to be cold, I'll just dress in layers or suffer. And just deal with it? Just deal with it. Yeah. If, if I don't go in with my camera, I pretty much just go with, like what Nancy said, with that little pouch. Yeah. Around my neck yeah. that has my cash credit card. And, you know, like with the annual pass and stuff, I'll I'll, I'll just carry it in my pocket if I'm gonna be yeah. if I'm gonna be in fast passes or something like that. As opposed to, just ta- I mean, that's different here. If I'm at Disney World, I'll I'll wear a lanyard. 
Can I make a suggestion since we talked about pockets? Just make sure you test the clothing that you're going to take on vacation for pocket depth <laughs> before you do that. Because I've had a couple pairs of pants I've bought where I thought the pockets, you know, jeans even, where I thought the pockets were actually deeper than what they were. And when I sat down, my phone would peek mm. out of it. Right. So just make sure that's, I mean, that's just yet again, another sensible solution, blah, 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 blah. No, I hate to say she's right. <laughs> Andrew's lost phones out of his pocket. What, what do like people that. on the board suggest? Um, a lot of them wear those crossbody purses. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them said cargo pants, the kind with all the pockets. You're right. Yes. Oh, I forgot knees. about that. Yes, As a yes. dude, cargo pants, I can fit everything in there. Just yep. make sure they're oh, tied around your waist or they pants. might, you know, like slip off or something with you put too much stuff in it. That's cool, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I love side knee pockets. Yeah, they come in handy. I've got some capris that have side pockets, and I put stuff in there, too. Awesome. Yeah. But a lot of them um, do those. A couple of people, or at least one, um, does like the uh, fanny pack. Or the, mm-hmm. I forgot what they called it. Was that Wayne that answered? No, that wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Wayne does have a fanny Hi, pack. Hi, Wayne. <laughs> We love you, Wayne. But um, a lot of people have the purses. A lot of people are also recommending taking the Ziploc bags to put your cameras in so mm-hmm. they don't get wet when you go on rides. Right. And I think that's a really good idea. And there's a lot of nice suggestions. You just have to go through the posts. And if you have other suggestions you'd like to contribute, um, just go to our show notes and look at the link and it's called what do you take into the parks with you and how do you carry it or if you want to get ideas you can go to that thread excellent and that link is at doesunplugged.com you can find it there thank you Mary Jo thank you team that is going to do it for this segment of the Does Unplugged be sure to catch all of our other Disneyland shows this week and of course we'll be back again with you next week until then remember Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared thanks for listening thanks for listening